Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's been an odd, slow-developing market for whatever reason. Every year has sort of a different sort of feel to it. I'll tell you, last night at dinner, Raquel and Brez and AC and... Eddie and I and a few others got a FaceTime from Dustin Pedroia and he reminded us who's still out there on the market and what opportunities might be out there. So we appreciated that perspective from Petey. Any, any talk of acting on any of his advice? He, uh, he was very clear about his feelings. Mego, translate like you were just saying off the air if you could. So dorky. Yeah, he FaceTimed us because we're so cool. We're cool. He's like, let me get on this FaceTime, jump on this call with S. Kennedy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, we're we're you know. just we're young at heart. We're TikToking, we're FaceTiming, we're doing all that cool stuff. Petey wants to talk to us. You know, we're not Android uh, green bubbles like that idiot Jones. We're having a house party later. Our parents aren't home. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Dustin Pedroia is going to FaceTime. He's like, bro, turn the camera around. Bro, I got something to say. Yeah, I get I get the Spice Channel. No biggie. <laughs> Come over. So, Pedroia is all up in my DMs. <laughs> so, like, Sam Kennedy just trying to sound cool. And as usual. What I get? I get a FaceTime. Blows up in his face. We'll get to that this hour. Hour number three. Jones and Mega with Arcan. Here on WEEI, uh, if you missed any of Gerard Mayo, we'll circle back to some of this. But I think the Patriots are basically begging the media for coverage and, you know, fair coverage in their minds, which to me would be unfair. Like, to me would be flattering. Giving, yeah, giving them the benefit of the doubt, flattering. Like, Mayo, you know, and I'm reading some stuff now that's coming out. And we, we mentioned this when it happened. But he talked about hey, I appreciate you guys coming down and I'm going to be available and working with relationships with the media is super important and I'm going to be available as much as possible and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's what they're trying to do right now. They're trying to win over the, they're begging the media to get flattering coverage. I think was a lot of the goal of today. But we got some answers and certainly non-answers out of Gerard Mayo. We got some answers out of Alex Van Pelt. We'll get back into that. A few shots at Bill Belichick as well. Uh, plus your phone call, 617 617- 779-7937. Our big question of the day. It's up now at Jones and Mego. A lot of votes. And it continues to tick up ever so slowly in the anti-Red Sox category. Are the Red Sox worthy of your time this season? Uh, I thought I knew the answer before we asked this to the people, but I wanted a tangible number. I wanted an actual real number to show to Red Sox ownership and to reference going forward, like how checked out the fan base is. Because the owner doesn't care. We know that. He doesn't give two craps about the team. He's probably bothered to even show up 
in Fort Myers. That was how Ryan put it. Like, Ryan's like, anybody caring about the team is an inconvenience to ownership right now. The players don't want to be there. Kenley Jansen was 50-50. He was going to get on the flight or even be on the team. Uh, he's outspoken about the situation, as is Rafael Devers. I don't think the manager wants to be here. They all think they're they're going to suck this year. The losing hasn't even started yet. And so, no, they're not worthy of the owner's time. It doesn't sound like they're worthy of the manager's time. Uh, they're not worthy of uh, the, the team's time, meaning players on the team. How are the Red Sox worthy of my time? And so, no, they're not worthy of my time. And I, I have trouble seeing what would make them worthy of my time. Like, how do they become worthy of of spending our time and investing in? Like, how do they even become that team and and worthy of that? They would have to do something to demonstrate, like, a total change in philosophy. Something more than, like, parameters. They'd have to go out and sign Blake Snell and sign Jordan Montgomery. Both? Yeah. Okay. Do something that's, like, so that one, big of a splash. This is, what I was, this is exactly what I was going to ask. Or you bring in and you go, actually, uh, sorry, Craig Breslow, step aside. Theo Epstein is taking that job. That would be the level of splash that you need to make to have undivided attention. Right now, the most I can give you is divided attention. Okay. Jordan Montgomery, doesn't that doesn't make you invest. No. Wouldn't make me invest. It's not enough. Arkan, would that make you invest? Um, I'd be, I think it was a good move, but not completely, no. Yeah, I mean, I just think... They have to have a good, they have to have like a whole good month of April for me to even give them some side eye. Like that's how I feel about the Red Sox right now. They have to have a really good month of April and they're starting on the West Coast. So good luck with that. Good luck with getting eyeballs on the team when they're playing at 10 o'clock every night. But like they have to have a good month of April for me to wake up May 1st and go, huh, maybe it's time to glance over at the Red Sox. Like that's, that's where they're at. And that's how people are voting. We all voted no when we did this earlier. I think it's self-evident. They're not worthy of your time right now. 86%. That's up from 84 to start the show. 86%. I mean, presumably Red Sox fans. Like, you know, I mean, maybe there are Yankee fans in there. Maybe there are people who consider themselves Patriot fans or Celtic fans or Bruins fans before Red Sox fans. So maybe Boston sports fan is more accurate to say. 86% say, no, they're not worthy of my time. I can't blame them at all. Well, like, I, what, I have they, what have they done in the offseason for you? Like, they let Turner walk. They dump sales salary. They bring in a prospect for pitching and then send pitching out. They bring in an injured guy who you maybe will get to see after the all-star break. You piss off Kenley Jansen. You piss off Rafi Devers to the point that he's talking about it publicly for the second time since the all-star break last year. Yep. You didn't do anything for them. Like, you didn't do anything for this fan base to the point that we're looking at last year's offseason, which we were bitching about then because we thought it wasn't enough. We're sitting here going... Like, like, that looks like a totally different franchise compared to this one. And it's like, okay, so do you look around the division and you just decide division's too good? And so you're just going to wait for, like, three years before you do anything again? How long are you telling this fan base to wait? Because you look at their prospects right now. We'll talk about the lists and where your up-and-comers that are actually at the major league level, where they rank among other real stars in the league. Yeah. And then you look at your prospects, and your prospects are just middling, too. So... This is where I think the fan base is at. They're like, if you could just tell them honestly, you, you, uh, John Henry gets the truth serum and he decides to actually speak. And he says, look, we're just not going to spend until 2025, 2026, whatever that year is. We're going to develop and invest in the farm system. We like our prospects. It's not where we want it yet, but we're not really going to spend and really go for it for two years. Isn't that kind of what he's doing? Okay, but they're not saying it. 
There's Drew a, Kennedy? No, the, no. Sam Kennedy's saying the parameter, nothing's changed. Sam Kennedy is saying there are parameters, but they're the same parameters they've been since in, 2002. They're in build mode. Right. And so, but he's also saying it's the same. And he called you liars earlier this offseason. That was bad. So, like, no, that's not really what they're doing. So, if they came out and they were honest, then I think Red Sox, like, you'd lose some fringy fans, whatever ones you still have. But the hardcore Red Sox fans, I think, would go, okay, fine. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I know when that is. Right now, you're just in this perpetual, you know, hamster wheel. See, I think, a lot, I think a lot of fans would say, then sell the team. Why do you own the team if you're going to go through these long cycles? So, there, so their answer we're talking would be, about like a six-year so cycle where you're choosing not to spend. Okay. Are you telling Robert Kraft to sell the team? No. You're you're going to give the Patriots four years. You said three or four years last segment. So, like, are you telling Robert Kraft to sell the team? So, if, I, if I'm if i a Red Sox, if I'm the Red Sox, I go, well, look I'm at the saying, Houston Astros. I'm, not say, I'm saying I think a lot of Red Sox fans would say that. Hey, if you're not interested, you said it yourself, Jones. Like, the way that the Red Sox win... Most of the time when we're talking World Series Spend. is by having high payroll. Simple. And so if you're not interested in having high payroll anymore, then it looks like this other way that you're trying to do it doesn't work for you. They they want a light at the end of the tunnel. That's what they want. And I don't think the Red Sox are going to give it to them because I don't think they know when that is. I think fans also believe that the Crafts do care about the wins and losses and don't believe that John Henry does. I think that's just the perception, and I don't think it's completely off the wall. Either. No, I think you're right, yeah. but it but it is perception. It's because I don't. I think if you actually, you know, uh, to to use a phrase, look under the hood. Uh, once you actually look at it, I don't. I mean, Robert Kraft is not spending on his team, just like John Henry's not spending on his team. But the perception is Kraft cares and Henry doesn't. That's absolutely the perception. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Uh, let's go to Jeff in Narragansett. Go ahead, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Jeff. Hello. Hi, Jeff. How you doing? We're doing well. What do you got today? Are the Red Sox worthy of your time, yes or no? They certainly aren't worthy of my time. I've been a lifelong Red Sox fan, so I'm 47 now. So I I definitely lived through the bad times as well as some of these good times. But um, if Dave Dombrowski can't even talk about his time with the Red Sox and how bad ownership was then, I mean, I don't know what we're waiting around for this year. Yeah, I still am wondering why he wouldn't engage on that. First, he was like, it's too soon. And then he was like, that was a long time ago. We read, Why are you asking me about we this? We read those comments yesterday. I'm not sure everybody's aware of them, but Dave Dombrowski would not comment on his time in Boston, but he was more than happy to comment on his time in Philadelphia. And as Mego just said, he's like, well, it's too fresh. Oh, it was so long ago. He's contradicting <laughs> himself. So, like, why, why won't he talk about his time in Boston? Maybe he just feels like they're already getting beaten up. And, again, the results of our uh, big question of the day would tell you they're getting beaten up pretty good. So maybe he just doesn't feel like he needs to get in the mud because he already knows how they're viewed. Uh, our buddy Matt and Walpole, Mego put out uh, uh, a proof of life yesterday for Matt and Walpole. We hadn't heard from you well, in a while. I put out, yeah. like, the bat signal, except oh, it was God. a sock against a building. So I was that, like, where's Matt and Walpole? Did you, did you hear that, Matt? Did you hear that? Oh, uh, no, I didn't yesterday. I, I would have called yesterday if I had. I, I, no, I'm not having fun, guys. This is terrible. I, are the Red Sox worth, worthy of anyone's time? No. Are they worthy of my time? Yes, because I'm a sicko. Like, and I play Dynasty Fantasy Baseball, so, like, I, I have to know about them. But, like, are they? no, they're not worthy of anyone's time. You're not even spending for the luxury tax, and you have the glaring hole in your starting rotation. Like, I don't, they, I don't understand what's going on. I wish someone would grab John Henry by the head and, like, shake him vigorously and tell him to wake up because I don't know – 
I don't know what he's doing. Is there stuff you could be interested in the team in this year? Yeah, sure. You could be interested what in is, the young guys. What I is am, that stuff? But... Okay, wait. So this is actually what I want to ask you. You have a you have a fantasy you have a dynasty fantasy baseball team, right? Yes. How many Red Sox are on that team? There's a good amount of them. I traded a pretty low-round pick for Jaron Duran last year, and that worked out pretty well for me. I've got Sedan Rafaela sitting in my minor system with Marcelo Mayer, and I, I branch out, too. I've got other teams' prospects in so there. So you are the Red Sox. But I do. Okay, I, but... I, I genuinely like our our minor league system. Okay, and that's fine. But, like, listen to how invested he is. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I play Dynasty Fantasy Baseball. I have Sedan Rafaela. I traded a late round pick for Jaron. Like this is a man who was invested in the team, and he, and he said, "Look, I'm a sicko," but he's like, "No, this team isn't worth anybody else's time." Like that's how it. That's a when I say John Henry, I want a tangible number for John Henry to look at. Eighty six percent of fans right now are saying, "No, they're not worth my time." Is Matt in Walpole the fan who used to call us this time last year and rip us for talking about payroll? Yeah, because he believed in the the big vision in High and Bloom. Look I, what I you think, did to my beautiful boy. Okay, but that he was he was shaken by the the Bloom firing. But yes, that's this is this is somebody who is really invested and really cares. This is this we've watched this devolve in real time. This is what you're doing to your fans. Matt and Walpole used to call and scream at Jones. Yes, because he wasn't talking about ERA or WHIP enough. Right. And now, now he's embarrassed to be like invested. <laughs> yeah. In the team now he's like, well, I'm a sicko, and yeah. uh, no, they're not worth investing in. Uh, so that's where we're at. I, I know, I'm not having fun, guys. This is terrible. <laughs> Thank you for checking in, Matt. I feel like that was like therapy. For no, me. I was yeah. genuinely concerned no, but, about but it. But like, honestly, it was a good proof of life to put out. That, yeah. it's, and good. He's alive. He's well. He's playing Dynasty Fantasy Baseball. It's our good. Red Sox wellness check. I'm, I'm happy to know that. Uh, 617-779-7937. Are the Red Sox making any progress with their young players? We got the answer on Tristan Casas. We'll give you an answer on Brian Bayo with all your phone calls right after trending with Arkan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports talk in perfect harmony. Ah, why you punish me? This is Jones and Mego. W-E-E-I. Everybody knows what they're lacking. And um, at the end of the day, I feel like um, there's no secrets anymore here with this organization. You got guys like uh, Pedroia, you know, FaceTiming with uh, Sam Kennedy and Alex Cora. You know, hey, what the hell is going on? So, and now you got Devers saying something. So, you know, I feel like sometimes, man, when, when, when you have a front office 
that is trying to uh, turn it around, you sometimes got to listen to the guy that is there that you signed for a long time. It's Jonathan Papelbon on Foul Territory, I believe it was, discussing Red Sox ownership. They're FaceTiming with Dustin Pedroia. That's interesting. Because I think this is very relevant to our conversation and our big question of the day up now at Jones and Mego on Twitter. Are the Red Sox worthy of your time this season? 86% of Boston sports fans say, no, no, they're not. Are they worthy of your Wi-Fi <laughs> for a FaceTime? Good question. I hate FaceTime. Don't FaceTime me unless it's my nephew. I, uh, you know, if you didn't have uh, an iPhone, you wouldn't have to worry about that, Mego. You don't have any, like, video little messaging system? No, there is. Uh, Android has its own thing. So can it connect to people? I actually have never experienced this. Can it connect people with iPhones? I think that's true. Yes, I think it can. Okay, well, don't do whatever that is You can also do. You can also do a workaround, uh, you know, WhatsApp or something like that. WhatsApp? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, are you doing a semester abroad? No, when my, when my sister was in Italy, I used that to uh, communicate with my sister. But yes, uh, I think I think that's another uh, workaround that you could use if I'm lying about Apple phone to uh, Androids. I want to hear from the 14% who are saying, yes, the Red Sox are worthy of my time. <laughs> who are the, are, are you all just playing, are you all in Matt and Walpole's fantasy <laughs> baseball <laughs> dynasty league? Are you guys yeah, all in the same league? 14%? Who are you people? 617-779-7937. And then there's this. They're not worthy of Dustin Pedroia's time. So I, I want to replay something that Rob Bradford told us about 24 hours ago. He joins us every Tuesday on Jones and Mega with Arcan here on WEEI. This is why he's worth listening to. Because he's like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, ownership said that he called them just out of the blue. Dustin Pedroia was like, hey, guys, what's up? Let's FaceTime. Let's be clear. Bragged about it. Hold on, everybody. Got a FaceTime coming in. Yeah, it's yeah. the laser show. Hang on. Uh, Petey just uh, gave me a thirst guy, trap. Uh, guy cannot leave me alone. Petey just thirst trapped me. Hang on. Let me He's answer him. He's so obsessed with the Red Sox. <laughs> uh, how did it actually go down, Brad Foe? Was it, uh, was it Petey uh, reaching out? My interpretation was immediately was he dislikes hitching the wagon to Petroya. Here's a little known reality about that whole situation they called pedroia it wasn't like pedroia like called in and said hey guys hey what's up I, I want to tell you what's what they had called pedroia and i think that the the overall theme was hey dustin are you going to come here and he's like no I, I got other things to do but why i have you on the line boom here it is like here's the hammer robin glacier's like oh nice i was looking for that <laughs> <laughs> so Petroia goes, hey, I got 20 consecutive missed FaceTimes from you guys. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what, I, what ignore, you I ignored a bunch of them. You know, <laughs> everybody's got a friend like that. Like, I got to take one of these sooner or later. And so Pedroia finally answered one. And think of how desperate they are. They're like, oh, let's call. Like, how many ex-players said no? How many ex-players said no and ignored their FaceTime before Pedroia finally answered him? He's like, yeah, They're no. Like, I'm call, call Ortiz. Call Ortiz. Right. Okay, he's not Call Pep. Call Pep. Right. Okay, he's not answering. Lester. No, like, 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 how many players did they go through? In all seriousness, Cody I have no Ross idea. sends but him directly to Pedro. Voice said no, like they all said no. Manny, man, there's no chance Manny's taking their FaceTime. And so Pedroia answers, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing any of the nonsense you want, but could you spend some money? You know, you you guys are acting broke. 
Could you spend some money at Cheapskates? He's just like one of the lamest name drops, you know? They're like, yeah, FaceTime with Pedroia. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you guys paid him a lot of money for a long time. I hope he picks up your calls. Okay, but like... He, he didn't call you. Yeah, he didn't call you guys. And furthermore, he's not doing whatever it is they wanted you to do. He's yelling at them about being cheap. And so they're not worthy of Pedroia's time. Eddie and I and a few others got a FaceTime from Dustin Pedroia. Totally they sweet. called Pedroia. <laughs> So like, I don't know why I love this story so much. It's just so funny to me. I mean, look, we have a vested interest in it. Bradford said it on our shows. We have a vested interest in it. And like, I'm biased, but I believe Bradford. I don't believe Sam Kennedy and I don't believe the Red Sox. And I, the guy who kept texting over and over again, I read it in the Globe. Yeah, no, John Henry's newspaper. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put a lot of stock in that. Sam Kennedy was on his high horse at, at Red Sox weekend with Kenny Curtis a couple weeks ago, blasting people for lying about the team. And then he comes out at spring trading and tells a bold faced lie about the conversations he's having about the offseason. You know? To be it's honest, a I, I, skimmed, I skimmed that article from Pete Abe. I hope it just read like, by the way, did you hear <laughs> Dustin Pedroia? Oh, my God. Dustin, <laughs> did you hear that Dustin called Sam? FaceTime. And Eddie? He reached out to them. Did you hear? Oh, my God. He set up his ring light. He said, let me get the angles. Let me hit the angles. Yeah, the angles are important on those, Arkan. You want to have the, you want the angles just and right. Then, can you spend some money? He was totally like, oh, my God. Can you guys spend some cash? Uh, 617-779-7937. Uh, let's get to your phone calls here. Rob is in Swampskit. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, how you guys doing? Yeah. Hey, Rob. All right. So here's the deal. Sam Kennedy snake oil salesman okay he cares about catering to two factions the woke and the pink cats he just wants to bring new people in to experience the fenway park experience and let the whole thing wash over them and he can bend them over in the process for hot dogs popcorn whoa beers and everything okay i mean it's not very woke no it's not bend them over with the hot dogs it's the opposite of woke that is true it's not respecting boundaries no in any way shape or form or consent uh but so I mean, look, we put the woke part to the side because we're all snickering at that. <laughs> but it's not wrong. Like, they're not catering to hardcore fans. They're just, they're not. Or they just know they have hardcore fans who are going to show up to games. They're, they're catering to out-of-market fans and fans who come in from, you know, the corners of New England and make long treks in. And that, that's who they're catering to. Look, they're, they're catering, catering to the tourism. Fen the Fenway Experience, tourism. Yes, exactly. They want tourism. Yeah. You, oh, it's a nice day. Buy tickets. Okay, oh, but, you do this once a year with your family. Come down from Vermont, Jones family. So that, right. So that's the pink, those are the pink hats. I mean, that's, that's what a pink hat is. Tourist, you know, I'm going to go there once a year or my team, like I can tell you right now, Kat's like, oh yeah, you know, the Giants are here in May. And she's like, I don't know, should my dad come out? Like all these, right? Like, so, I mean, my wife is guilty of this in some way, shape or form. Like, oh, the Giants are in town. Let's go see them at Fenway Park because she's a Giants fan. Right. Right. So like. And we saw what the Dodgers fans did last year to the ballpark. You know, talk about bending over and giving you the hot dog. That's <laughs> that's what Dodgers fans did with that parade right down Lansdowne Street. It's true. So, like, I don't think that caller's wrong. I mean, we can snicker about the woke part of it, but everything else I agree with. Uh, let's go to our buddy Josh in Nashua on the Patriots. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Jonesy, Autolini, Arkan. Autolini, you're crushing it today. Thank you. You're, you're going hard. No, no more than today, you know. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, on the Red Sox and the Patriots, freaking, you know, the Sox got a lot of problems, you know, fans and, um, you know, they, they made Devers bend over for that contract too. And with the Patriots, you know, 
all the all this coaching stuff, like I, you know, I, I you guys worry about how there's going to be too many cooks in the kitchen compared to just just one person running things, pretty much. Yes, and so look, I, I thought. I thought Bill had too much power. I, I disagree with him, by the way, on Devers. I think Devers was more than happy to take that contract. Uh, so I don't think... I don't Devers think, was like hot dog? Yeah, Devers <laughs> took like some hometown discount. <laughs> I think Devers was more than happy to take the contract. So put that comment to the side. On, uh, yes, I am worried about too many cooks in the kitchen. But it's not... If he was asking about the 17 new coaches or whatever that they announced today, or, uh, or those were part of who the media was meeting with today... I'm not concerned about that. Uh, too many cooks in the kitchen means the crafts running things and Robin Glazer running mm-hmm. things and Elliot Wolf over here. And what's Matt Groh's role again? And how much of a say does, uh, you know, Gerard Mayo actually have? You seem to think Van Pelt and McAdoo are going to have a say as well. So, like, yes, I have a concern about that. Yeah. From a coaching perspective, I would put it more like I'm more concerned that the g- cooks have been, like, at a bunch of restaurants that have closed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Out of work. Yeah. An out of work cook that you're bringing in. It's like, Arkan, what was... Uh, I it's think like, it was... why did that restaurant close? Was it the service or was it the food? It was like the swearing <laughs> chef on curb. When you're like, oh my God, this guy's so qualified. He's so great. Like, why is this guy... What's why? Is... Yeah, why is this guy not working anywhere? And By then... the way, Arkan, most recent episode of Curb? Eh, so Ooh, I, You know what? I still... How many How many of those have there been? Three? Yeah. I still yeah. haven't seen those. What did you think? Three was like, there was one really funny joke and the rest of it was pretty meh. I enjoyed it. I thought two. I mean, was I always enjoy it. Two was definitely the best. Two was like two was really two was funny. a classic. Curve. I was laughing at the entire uh, second episode. Three, still, there was a couple where I was like, eh, "This isn't doing it for me." I still got to watch. You should. You probably didn't like the golf part, right? What do you mean? The golf part, I think, was more of a man joke. You know, when they wouldn't leave the course for the wow. wow. Talk about I'm being, just being anti. I'm being very, Seriously, Sam Kennedy does not approve of that. I don't wow. Know, I'm just, Anti-woke Arkham. You say says, you don't play golf, right? Says women don't think golf jokes are funny. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what I. That's not what I was missing on that. Okay. Uh, by the way, the Red Sox. I got it. I just didn't find it funny. Uh, yeah. Sure. Go ahead. No, why are you talking? You're talking about the four part. Of course, that was funny. That part. No, I meant the uh, part with the dog. The part with the dog? Hey, Where they I, kept playing. I, oh. they, they, for spoiler How, how about in the next here. commercial break you guys talking about? Yeah, what were you going to say about the Red Sox? What I was going to say about the Red Sox is that at the end of April into the beginning of May, they have a homestand against the Chicago Cubs oh, yeah. and the San Francisco Giants. Oh, moneymaker. That is the first, I mean, it's the first <laughs> month of the season. Moneymaker. 100% chance that there are going to be more parades down Lansdowne oh, yeah, for those Cubs and Giants fans than there are going to be for the Red Sox ever. I mean, and it's going to happen early in the year this time. I mean, honestly... Maybe this is worth following. Like, in years where they know they have a fan base like that coming in, is that every year? Are they always going to get, like, the Cubs or the Dodgers like last year? But, like, in years like that where they know they have fan bases like that coming in, are they just like, we don't even need to spend this year? We're going to make – we're going to make – we barely spend anything on payroll. We're going to make our money back and then some by, like, one Chicago Cubs avalanche taking over Fenway Park or Dodgers fans taking over Fenway Park. We don't have to worry about it. Padres in uh, late June. They're going to be here. Yeah, Does that the, fan base travel? I don't think the Padres probably are not. Uh, the Phillies. In, they barely make it to their own park. Phillies probably will. Be Phillies fans, but here. like you know, more more of I mean, Giants and Cubs for sure, though. I mean, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, Cubs for sure. I mean, maybe I'm underestimating the Giants fan base, but maybe we should take a closer look at that. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Matt is in Worcester. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, yeah, hey guys. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on Trevor Bauer. I mean, the guy's sitting out there. He's already said he's willing to take a veteran league minimum deal with incentives. 
I mean, he's still got to be a top 15 pitcher in the league. Okay, so where where does yeah. this come from? Because I've heard I, the Twitch chat brings him up periodically. Is Papelbon the one who got that started, the Trevor yeah. Bauer stuff? He yeah. is. Okay. Yeah, he Bauer said he's willing it. to play, and then Papelbon like tweeted, quote tweeted him, and was like, "If the Red Sox are interested, I'll, I think he said he'd like." Pitching on the salary or something? Didn't he say something like that? It was yeah, a, it he was said he would tweet. pay yeah. his minimum salary. He paid the minimum. Papelbon would pay Trevor Bauer's salary to play for the Red Sox. In or out on Trevor Bauer? Out. Arkan? I'm out on Trevor Bauer. I'm also out. And like, if they sign him because he's cheap, that's he's, a terrible look for you too. Right, right. It's like then they're still not spending money. Right. They're still not doing what we want them to do. And now you're bringing in a guy who the rest of the sport won't go near because he's cheap. I mean, maybe he can still pitch. I have I have no idea if he can still pitch. How long has he been out of baseball? A couple years. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't even know that he can still pitch. And how was he a spider tack guy? Uh, Good question. Yeah, I I don't know. In the real time while it was happening, I am not positive. But he was one of the guys that was basically going, "Hey, this is going on. Is anybody got to pay attention oh, to yeah. it?" Oh yeah. Right, right, he right, was right. anti spider right. tack. No, he was. You're right. He and said so, this. Look, he was a whistleblower. At least of was willing, Least of that man's concerns. Yeah. Right. I think it was more along the lines of like everybody's doing it, so let's figure out a way so this doesn't get out of control. Can the they last just pitch in 2021? Can they just spend on a real talent? No. Can they just, no, but I'm saying. No, like, I'm saying they're not going to. No, I, I know that. But my when when people say, well, go find like Trevor Bauer. He's cheap and Papelbon will pay his salary. I don't want that. I want the Red Sox to get back to spending. That's what I want. Right. That wouldn't indicate that your philosophy is changing no. or being just cheap. Then you'd be cheap and controversial. Yeah, right. I don't I don't think you need that right now. Uh, so, no, I'll, all three of us are out there. What was that goof's name? Matt Dermody? Is he not available? Yes. Oh, yeah, Matt, right. Matt Dermody. Uh, the uh, yes, the homophobe uh, quadruple A pitcher. Yes, uh, Dave is in our uh, David I rather is in Arlington. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, respecting your your question, I'm absolutely on the side of, of finding the Red Sox uh, most compelling and interesting 2024. Most and every, compelling every single year. Okay, why are they compelling this year? Can you give me a reason? I'm an inveterate uh, traditional fan, and the, the real traditional fan is not horizontal. It doesn't, he doesn't look forward to September to some place in the, in the playoff uh, uh, positioning. Uh, whether or not the, the team will win more than lose, that's not the focus of a fan. The fan is concerned about the everyday game. It's a game, it's a warm weather, protracted season. Every single game is in itself uh, a reality. That's the reality of baseball. And, and as we know, the team will have a, it will have a major league roster. <laughs> yeah. uh, there may not be a lot of players we're making a lot of money and a lot of so-called superstars. But uh, frankly, as a better, uh, I like my chances of a team, even in last place, having three chances out of ten, four chances out of ten, maybe even five chances out of ten Whoa. to win the game on that Tuesday at 7 p.m. On a, in July. That's the focus of baseball, uh, of a real fan. <laughs> okay. I'm happy we heard that. That's the 14%. That was like when Linus goes, lights, please. And he starts talking about the meaning of Christmas. <laughs>
No, no, no. I thought he was that about was the to, best call we've ever. Had I thought he was about to save the whole thing at the end and be like, "Well, I just want to bet on them yeah. at the end of the I've day." I've actually placed a bet that they're going to come in last place, so I'm very happy with he, all of this. You placed a bet. He said, "Fans don't care about wins and losses, man. It's about the game." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't write it's about that. the over. It's a major league. Did he say I like their chances? It's about three, to handle three out of ten times. Yeah. If they if they're winning thirty percent of their games, that's so bad. That's how they started that their twenty nineteen West Coast road trip. They guy, went three and eleven. That guy's still gonna watch. He's like, I, I mean, three out of ten. Yeah, that's pretty good. I took under fifty five wins this year. <laughs> really, really got my fingers crossed. That's what it's all about. Money. All right, well, this is, but this is honestly why I wanted to hear from that fourteen percent. I really wanted to hear what, what that sounded like. Powerhouse of a call that was. Uh, <laughs> since that call has happened, it's actually dipped down to thirteen point nine percent. Uh, we're up to 86.1% of the fans saying People no. are DMing me saying they want to change their vote. <laughs> How did they do that? <laughs> that the Red Sox are not worthy of their time. Uh, can we you, give that guy a direct line like the Kremlin, you know, yeah, like a no, red phone all, so he can honestly, just check in during the season? No, no, I want to talk to Exactly. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Jacob Becker. Intern Jacob, give that guy a direct line because yeah. I want to talk to him after they lose like 10 you in know a row. What? Let's give him a co-host position <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, just whenever we're feeling down. You know, whenever we're not really enjoying what's going on with the Red Sox, just listen to that guy. Fans don't care about wins and losses. They don't care about playoffs. That guy, that guy just loves the game. He's showing up to Little League fields. He's showing up to high school baseball games. B- BC baseball. That guy loves his bookie. Parsons Field in Northeastern. Uh, he also likes to wager on things. That's true, which I could, you know, we could probably talk about. Sounded like Dan Roach with a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> Did it not? Did it not? No, a little bit. But that was honestly, it was beautiful. It's it's restored my faith in the Red Sox. Someone just asked, did Ken Burns just call? <laughs> what was his name? It wasn't Ken, was it? I don't know, but somewhere Bill James is just listening to a single tear is rolling down his cheek. I mean, it's 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 won me back over to be honest. I That's feel like not the focus of a fan. The fan is concerned about the everyday game. We've aired. I mean, Hello, we've, one two one two. We've let people down. I mean, we've let people down. We're not focused enough on the beauty of the game. Right. It is a beautiful game. Uh, each game maybe is... sit here and go, who have I become? Yeah, right, exactly. You know, <laughs> if, 11, if an 11-year-old me talked to me today, right. what would they say? It's like, look at this ogre and you've grown into. they would say, every game is a reality of itself. And if you're winning three out of ten, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three out of ten ain't bad. Okay. That guy was like a walking Carl Stevens poem. I, I, that's gonna be. I can't wait for that. We get that guy doing poetry every I'm just, year. I'm just so jealous. People go through life like that. Mm. Like, isn't that something? There's something to be said about that. Yeah. Where you're that low stress. It's yeah. a yeah. game. Yeah. It, it's a warm weather, protracted season. Yes, it is. You're right. Just that detached from reality. It's uh, it's weather, like, it's like, like it's like sailing your boat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a warm every weather single activity. game is in itself. <laughs> yes. Uh, a reality. It is. That's true. <laughs> That's the reality of baseball. Was this like a cut speech from Field of Dreams? Can we put this in the Netflix documentary? The Red Sox need this Think for the Netflix. baseball, Ray. <laughs> yeah. They need this it's for the Netflix documentary. It's played in warm weather and it's protracted. For 86 years, we had gazed in our beers, shrugged in the shadows, fought back to tears. From Bucky to Boone to Buckner, they'd lose. Every single game is in itself uh, a reality. That's the reality of baseball. That's beautiful. The past became past in a glorious way when David took charge on Yawkey Way and all. 
and, and as we know, the team will have a it will have a major league roster. Years went by, and the ring seemed to fit the. They will have. I mean, they're gonna guys. We're, we've been wrong the whole time. They're gonna have a major league roster. Yes. Which I, you would, one would quibble with. They're if all gonna wear hats. Empty, they're yeah. all gonna wear cleats. Yep. Those little stirrups. I mean, they're all gonna do it. They're both getting paid. Both sides are getting paid. And that's what it's all about. Uh, 617-779-7937. We have triple play, fortunately, next. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mego. Triples is best. Triples. Triples is best. Triples makes it safe. And the 99 restaurant now has early week supper specials. Bring the family and enjoy a delicious roast turkey dinner every Sunday. Hearty meatloaf every Monday. And crispy spinach and artichoke chicken every Tuesday. You gotta love the nines. It is Wednesday. That makes it a wild card Wednesday, Jones and Mego. So let's get to our first wild card question. Number one. Mego, we will start with you. In the last five years, since 2019, between the Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins, and Patriots, who was the best draft pick? So this is pretty brutal. Like, I think it might be Christian Gonzalez. And we only saw him for four games. But I was going through a bunch of these teams' drafts, and nobody else really jumps out at me. Am I missing someone incredibly obvious? Was, for Celtics, the only— Was Swayman in there? Or is Swayman too— Swayman's Swayman earlier. Was before that, he was yeah. before that? Okay. Yeah, because I immediately thought, oh, Swayman. No. And the, the only other person that I could look at that had, like, a real impact, unfortunately— is Grant Williams because he was good in that Bucks series uh, in the 2022 finals, like leading up to that, I should say. Like he was instrumental there for a little bit, but then you had to trade him and he got traded again because everybody finds him annoying. So. Where, was, where was Meyer? Uh, Marcelo Meyer was three years ago. That's what I was going to say. So yeah. He would be in there. Rolling Swayman with, was so like, so like pretty You much, haven't even seen him. No, no, but I'm saying, but like pretty much all the Red Sox guys uh, yeah. are in that uh, chunk of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably is Gonzalez, but you say we haven't seen him. We saw him for four games. Yeah. I mean, he's good. That's how bad it's been. No, I agree. Or just that some of these teams, Celtics are not really in draft mode right Barmore? now. Does Barmore count? Barmore, Barmore, Barmore counts. counts. I mean, yeah. Barmore, according to Jeremiah, is the only he good player 21. the team even has. So, no, I mean, I guess I'd go with Gonzalez because I feel like there's more upside there. Stevenson but like, too. Yeah, Stevenson, too. I just, I, I don't, I mean, there's not a lot of good draft picks in this city. And Five years, you can really struggle to find, like, two good ones. Do you, you cut, know? I mean, I, I think we all should cut the Celtics some slack on that because they basically trade their pick every trade, year. No, no, yeah. I, I agree. But, like, every other team, I don't really care about it with the Bruins. It's been a problem with Sweeney, but I don't really care. He sucks at drafting. Keep trading your picks. But it's really killing the Patriots, and if the Red Sox don't nail some of these picks, they're screwed. But I think I think Mego's right. I think the answer is Gonzalez. Okay, let's get to our second wild card question. Number two. Jones, between Fenway, Gillette, and the Garden, what is the best place to watch a game? Okay, so this is where I think the Red Sox do have you. It's Fenway. And some of that is just, like, being outside, it's nice, it's baseball. Like, this is where the Red Sox do have you to a degree. The Garden is a loud venue, but I don't think it's a great venue. Gillette stinks. So, like, Fenway is the best venue in the city. And so I do think that's that's one thing they have going for you for them is they know people are going to go. For all the tough talk about, oh, I'm, not, I'm not showing up, I'm not going to go to these games. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of people are going to follow through on that. I don't think many people will. Some of us will. I don't think a lot of people will. And so when it comes to the venue itself, it's Fenway, and one of the things they have going for them is the nice weather, the history of the ballpark. The other venues just don't have that. It's Fenway, and that's why they can sell the 
Fenway experience instead of the baseball team right now is that it can be a tourist trap for people or just a destination. But I would also say, like, I I guess to make it more interesting, I would throw the garden in second because I really like the stuff around the garden. We got our guy Tyler over at Scores. Like bars and restaurants. Yeah, and right next door we got Sullivan's Tap, which, of course, is just, like, core to our show, if you know (laughs) us. And then you got, yeah, even like Tavern in the Square. They got great nachos over there. So, Carbs look, there. I, I don't think, I mean, even independent of that, I think the garden's just a bit, Gillette stinks. I mean, yeah, there's, Gillette's what, there's, just, it's a pain in the ass. It's so far away. It's impossible to get back from unless you have a driver. It's, just, it's not a good venue. And so, like, the garden, again, I don't think it's the greatest, but at least it's loud. And if you, uh, the area, there's way more going on uh, around that area as well. So, I, I would order them the same way you did. Okay, let's get to our third wild card question. Number three. All right, I want you guys to answer for each other here. So, Mego, you answer for Jones, vice Ooh, versa. This is tough. Which reality show would the other one be best suited for? What reality show, Mego, would Jones do the best on? Can I be honest? Yes. I don't think Jones would be good on reality television. Huh. Because I think he would be too polite. Like, he, so? wouldn't be, he wouldn't be mischievous enough. He wouldn't be devious enough. So, I kind of haven't. Well, I haven't seen that show, Villains, but Ooh, I thought yeah, maybe villains. it would be like Villains. But I don't think that What's you could. villains for those who don't know? Okay, how I would describe villains is it's it would be like a real life clue is how I would describe villains. And which it's is a great. collection of people who have been on. So someone other... got murdered, and you're trying to. No, figure people out... people get murdered every week. Correct, and uh. you have to and you have to figure out who the murderer is. Or it would be like, uh, what's the? Isn't that like a? That's like a game that people do at parties. I've never done this. Oh yeah, like, like a murder mystery yes, party. It's like, it would be like that. I've done okay. one of those. Yeah. So cool. I guess I go with that, but like, like, so I think you would be good at a strategy show. I'll yeah, put it yeah, that yeah. way where you're trying to like stab people in the back because that's who you are. You're like snaky. Yeah. And so I think though, if it was something like the old real world or something like that, or like a Vanderpump rules where it's just following you around, I don't think you'd be controversial enough in your everyday life, to be honest. I think you have like a pretty normal personal life. I'm putting Mego on the challenge. Division one athlete. Yes. I'm putting Mego on the challenge. Like, I, like I, I feel like you could hold your own with so, how good are some of these uh, other, you know, individuals on the challenge? Like I most think of them, I would really struggle with the puzzles under pressure. Most of them are ex D1 athletes. I mean, that's if they're even if they even compete at that high. Of oh, a level. and they all have a sob story about like why they didn't go pro. Yeah, yeah right. They're like, well, I hurt my knee once and, you know, that yeah. kept me out of football uh, forever. Yeah. Fessy was going to be the next Travis Kelsey. <laughs> right, for sure. Yeah. Right. So like I'll, I'll put Mega on the challenge. Thank you. And I'll tell you what, Arcan is poo-pooing the uh, traders, but I'll tell you what, trader season two, tremendous. What would we put Arcan on? Oh, I didn't even think about Milf it. I put Arcan on like <laughs> British British Bake Island, some yeah. island. I just want to be on an island. F Boy Island. That would, that would be a good one. I've never seen British that. Is Bake that a good Off. one? I can't cook. I don't know. F Boy Island is not great, but I watched the whole I first season. I need you guys to watch Love Is Blind. I watched the first season of that too. I've okay, not, uh, first season was not good. We're on season six now. I'm only wow. an episode and a quarter in, and it's already really good. So the first one came out, I believe, during COVID, which is why I watched it. I haven't, I haven't watched. I'm not as big on the dating ones as some of the other ones. I'll watch anything. Like I'll watch any reality. This one's show, already matter. really messy, so I think you'll like that. Okay, I do like that. I do. Like there's already a lot of messiness. There's some devious behavior. I think you'll be into it. All right. So what are we going with for Arkin? Flora Bama Shore. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. Floribama Shore. I, think I don't I, think I, I ever watched that. I on the Floribama Shore. Oh, I watch, I watch Floribama Shore. I obviously, Jersey Shore I watch. Tremendous. The, uh, maybe, maybe the greatest reality show of all time. In fact, I would say I think it is the greatest reality show of all time. Uh, were there other shores? Ooh, I, feel like I would put Arkan on Fear Factor. And he has to eat like weird um, yeah. cow parts. Now we're talking. How would you do with the eating challenges on the challenge? 
Not well. I'm a very picky eater. So you're bad at puzzles I, and eating? I'd be able Are you a good swimmer? Because no, you're not going to win if you're not good at if, you, if you're not good at puzzles and eating and swimming, you're not going to win I anything. could do that the eating challenges. I just barf a lot. That's fine. Yeah. That's, so that's all it's it was. TV. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, Dave is in Dorchester. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, what's going on? Um, <laughs> I hate to admit this, but I kind of agree with that guy, David. I know it was a sad little story, but baseball's my favorite. I love the Red Sox. And it, it even when they lose, I'm not, like, devastated. Okay, but so, but, but so, Dave, can I ask a question? Uh, and I agree. I, I, I very much enjoyed that last call. Uh, I agree with him. Three out of ten, as the Twitch chat pointed out, would project to a 48 and 114 record. That sounds fun. But when it comes to no. the – what do you so you're a Red Sox fan and you like baseball. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. What are you looking forward to specifically with this team, this team this year? What are you looking forward to? I agree with you. I agree with you. But, like, I kind of get twisted when you say how, like, Alex Cora doesn't want to be here. I don't agree with that. Alex Cora is not hurting for a job. Alex Cora doesn't want to manage this team. Right. I'm telling you, Boston's the greatest sports city in the world. And John Henry and Robert Kraft – are tipping that upside down. I know it's going to be hard to tip that upside down, but the Red Sox are a joke. The Patriots are disgusting. It, 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 come on, man. I, Alex Cora wants to manage a baseball team that's good, and if we lose, all right, we'll try harder tomorrow. But he's not getting with this John Henry, man. And I was fearful that Jeremy Jacobs would buy the Red Sox, and this is worse, man. This is – it sucks, man, and I love the Red Sox. You're just not passionate enough – to understand the sadness of David. Oh, I thought I thought Meg had a follow up question. I, maybe I'm not passionate enough. Maybe I I'm have something I, for our can. I'm too separated from it. Okay, well, just real quick on what the caller said. Like, I I understand that that getting excited about the team, but what what I say about Cora, we actually agree. He's like, oh, that that's why Cora doesn't want to be here. He wants to you know manage a successful team, and maybe he just wants to get away from this city. He may want to get away from that. Look at how much of a toll last year took on him. And so he may want to get away from the city, but I agree. He largely wants to be back on a team that's spending because that's the only way he's going to win. The only time he won anything in his life outside of the cheating seasons in Houston is when they were the number one payroll in baseball. So I agree. That's what he wants to do. So the text line and Twitch chat both want Arcan on Naked and Afraid. <laughs> Hot. They want you scared, though. Eh. Uh, I don't love dating in... Uh, Sorry, I don't love Naked and Afraid. I did like Dating Naked was a good show. Do you ever watch that one? No. Dating Naked was on. Is that on. where they just show you like pieces of the person and you have to choose? Nope. I've n- I know the show you're talking about. I don't know the name of that one and I've never seen it, but I do know that what you're talking about. That show is like about. in England. Yeah, my wife watched that show in England. No, Dating Naked was everywhere. you show up on a date and you're both just naked. You oh. just both drop trout and you're on your date. Okay. Cut right to the chase. Okay. I think it was on VH1. It was a good show. So what do you like go out to dinner? <laughs> the VH1 no, you're, you're shows like on a, were the absolute, like on an island. absolute oh. trashiest. Those were the absolute trashiest. What was the one? Rock of Love with the bus? Uh, yeah, Rock of Love, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Uh, uh, Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love was excellent. Yeah. I watched, I, I did watch uh, Flavor of Flav. Uh, uh, Flavor of Love, rather, with Flavor of Flav <laughs> back in the day. Um, what, did Fla- what was Flavor of Flav on before that? Uh, surreal life. Yes, that is. Wow, was surreal life? Surreal life was great. It was, was celebrities. That, yeah. It was like D-list washed up people yeah. Yeah. doing the real world. basically yeah. It was okay. it was D-list celebrities, real world. Yeah, exactly. like vaguely remember. Vern Troyer just blacking out. Yeah, no, that was a great show. everywhere. Six months. Rest in power. Seven nine seven ninety three seven. That's triple play each and every day at this time. You can still weigh in on a big question of the day or the Red Sox rather worth investing your time. 
on top of that, we'll get back to Gerard Mayo and Alex Van Pelt, some comments they had earlier today, what it tells us about the Patriots and their upcoming season. That's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 